FM. The gardening slot on Northwest Today, thanks to Feeney's Garden Centre, Glen Carr, offering the most useful lawn care tips. Feeney's Garden Centre, Glen Carr. Uh, Liam Feeney, good morning again and welcome. Uh, and morning, thanks for joining mate. us. Uh, snowing out in Glen Carr at the moment, Liam, is it? It's spitting snow now. The mountains are white, but I don't think it's going to last too long, but it's definitely reduced the temperatures over the past number of days. All right, okay. Now, we've a couple of important occasions coming up, not least uh, this weekend, St. Patrick's Day, of course, on Friday, Mother's Day on Sunday, and shortly after that, Easter. So, a a busy time for garden centres like your own and people looking for all sorts of arrangements and so forth. I suppose, Niall, what you'd have to say is... uh, a box of chocolates lasts about two days for the average mother. A bunch of flowers might last two weeks. But a living plant will be there for all of her time and very, very probably will be talked about for the next generation and even the generation afterwards. So uh, it's a lovely thing to be able to walk into a garden and get a reminder of who bought it for you, why it was bought, and uh, afterwards, very possibly, your grandchildren will learn the story about the plant. So it's a longer-lasting story. Yeah. And that's very, very important. I always find gardens are very, very long-lasting stories. I mean, plants that your mother gave you, plants that you gave people, uh, they're all, there's a tale behind every single one of them. And is that that what more people are doing, uh, buying, as you say, living plants as opposed to, uh, flower well, arrangements or, or... I suppose, Niall, if you're looking at the logic of it, we're all into biodiversity now. We're all into sustainability. We're learning the rules as we go along. But the truth of it is uh, people are taking much, much more notice of their environment and what they can do to help it in little bits and pieces. It doesn't happen overnight, but it is actually happening. We find it in the garden centre. People will come in and they'll want to know what's good for the bees, the butterflies, the birds, whatever. And they'll always be guaranteed good advice with us for helping it. Right, OK. So as you say, St. Patrick's Day, Mother's Day and then Easter. Um, so Yeah, you have them all coming. Now, you must remember, now you can associate these plants for argument's sake, there's uh, mum in a million there, there's uh, Mother's Day rhododendrons. We have the plants that will actually connect in years to come with the occasion for what they were bought for. Right, OK. Um, right, let's get to the questions, and there are lots of them in Sincerely this morning. Um, can you ask Liam about my busy Lizzie? It's grown very wild. What could I do with it at this stage? Well, I would say that Busy Lizzie has been kept indoors, obviously, because it is a plant that that is a very, very lush water type plant. Now, Busy Lizzie very soon will start to break new buds. So it's a good time, maybe a little early just yet for your inside Busy Lizzie, but you can actually cut it back quite hard. If you feel it's getting too big, you can cut it back quite hard, certainly from the 1st of April on. And remember, each of the cuttings that you take, if you have a little bottle of water on a warm windowsill and you stick it in, you'll see the roots developing. So you have plants for your friends, your neighbours, whatever. Uh, so, But the most important thing is just wait about a fortnight until the weather gets a little warmer. Question on dogwood, which is a fabulous uh, plant, shrub as we know. But when is the best time to cut it back, uh, Liam? Dogwood is the same as roses. You need yeah. to have your cut 
fact done by the 17th of March or certainly before the 1st of April. And you can cut it right back, right hard. The problem with dogwood is if you don't keep it under control, the colour keeps rising up through the stems and the older stems are pretty colourless. But it takes a mighty hammer and you can get in and you can cut it quite hard. Right, and speaking of roses, um, this person says, kind of asking Liam, can I take rose cuttings now and how should I do this and how should I pot them up? Uh, as in uh, pots with half clay and half sand and grit and should I use rooting powder or leave them in water until the roots appear and how would I store oh, yeah. it? Oh yeah, you're probably six weeks too early, two months too early. Yeah. Even in the 1st of June, you're quite early for taking your, your rose cuttings. So you can let it go, certainly until that time. But your roses do need pruning. That woman is probably looking at a rose and she has to prune it either ways. And she's wondering, can she save her cuttings at this time of the year? No, she cannot. Uh, good plant, Liam. Could you recommend a good plant for heavy daub soil at a house, which many people well, have, of course? Heavy dabby sand, a heavy dabby soil. I mean, you're looking at plants that can tolerate that kind of condition. You're looking at your, your dogwood number one straight out. hits me. Now, if it's dried up, you can actually expand your, your palate. You can go into uh, any of your skimmia, your rhododendron. Skimmia is a shade plant. It's a shame to see them planted in sunshine, but your skimmia, your rhododendron, and you can start, most important, start to regenerate that dab. If you put in a little bit of sand with the compost and you mix it over and over and over, you'll start to break down dab. And I mean, I've done plenty of it in Glencar, let me tell you. Right, OK. Um, right, um, a polytunnel question. Set some vegetables in my polytunnel uh, last week. I have the beds in there. So how how often have they said, should I water them, Liam? Well, you're very, very early for... Uh, anything other than lettuce. You're quite early for your carrots, you're quite early for your parsnips. They need the soil to be quite warm. Now, you can still have success. Don't overwater. If you've applied water at the time that you planted the seeds, if you watered them in and probably put some uh, fine sand over your seeds, whatever, don't let them dry out. But do definitely don't overwater because all overwatering will do this time of the year. It'll cause rot. Right. Okay. Uh, boxwood, uh, Liam. What can I put on boxwood? I, I have the main plant cut to the ground, but it's sprouting up all over my lawn, and I need to kill it back. Well, any of your again, Niall, we're into the chemical situation. Yeah. Truth of it is, it's awful easy removed by hand. That's the first thing. Now, it's probably something like Lanisera that woman is talking about. What actually happened there was when they trimmed their box time and time again over the years, trimmings dropped and the trimmings have actually rooted out themselves. So that'll tell you how easy at the right time of the year it is to get rooted cuttings. Now, uh, obviously, your your chemicals are your graze on 90, very, very strong chemical. You may not be able to access it, uh, but maybe it's time to look for a person that is a professional user of chemical to do that work. Okay, and... Uh, your 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 ingredients for chemical are getting weaker and weaker and weaker and I'd say they will ultimately be taken away from you. And as usual, lots of questions about fertiliser uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll go in sequence. Uh, best fertiliser, Liam, for cherry blossoms, number one, apple trees, number two, and hedge trees, number three. Well, all 
all of the fertilizer that you're using up until about the 20th of April is going to be low nitrogen or nil nitrogen. Your fish blood and bone, your bone meal, uh, your seaweed fertilizer, there are plenty of fertilizers that will actually feed the roots and in turn later when you do use a nitrogen fertilizer you'll have the roots fed which is very important and then you're going to have a better plant by far keep from the nitrogen fertilizers use your fish blood and bone your bone meal or your seaweed fertilizers but try and keep nitrogen to a minimum yet right okay someone having problems with their dahlias uh, what's the best way to grow dahlias never seem to have success and of course the, sometimes they're, they're and I've been guilty of this myself you plant them upside down it can be well, confusing it shouldn't really matter if you plant them upside down they're not like a begonia in fairness but the most important thing about dahlias is they are prone to slugs from the point that they just peep over the ground until they're about six inches tall they are very prone to slug damage there's no slugs out yet Niall but the most important thing about dahlias if you're leaving them in the ground, I have dahlias in the ground if you've taken them out it doesn't really matter they need to go in in April and they need the, the same type management as you do with your with your ordinary shrub. Use your uh, your root fertilizer, and definitely from about the tenth of April on, you will need to use a little bit of slug pellets because slugs can actually keep dahlias nipped off, and you'll think they're not going to come, and they're actually just waiting to jump out of the ground, but the slugs are holding them back. They're actually the best food for slugs. Right, okay. Uh, this person of a mind to cut down their trees uh, during March, they are at a risk of falling. Are there particular months that you're not allowed to cut down trees, do you know, Liam? Well, I put it this way to you, Niall. It's something that is in the background of discussions and no one has actually challenged it. And that is how ash dieback has actually left some ash in a really, really precarious situation. You can remove any tree at any time, uh, at any time of the year if it's in danger of falling. And definitely if it's in danger of falling on your house or onto a road. And if you need to notify the county council of that fact, so be it. But definitely don't leave a dangerous tree standing. Right, okay. Um, Now, a daffodil question. Is it unusual, Liam, for daffodils not to grow... I planted daffodil bulbs in November uh, and planted them four and a half inches deep and spaced out accordingly. Uh, the soil is not the best, but the, daffodil, the daffodils were bought in a garden centre. No sign of them to bloom yet. Uh, well, I'll put it this way to you, Nyla. Every single plant needs near enough a year to settle in and do their thing. But in fairness, daffodil bulbs, the, the depth is right, everything is right, and you may even find that they grow blind for the first year. Not all of them, but say you bought five kilos of daffodils, you, you could be lucky enough to get half of them in bloom this year because what they're actually doing is they're filling their roots with the power to, to flower next year. Right, okay, and uh, a question on, on the planting of trees, and in this particular case, copper beech trees. Is What's the best time to to plant copper beech? Now, this is the bare root season, and people, mm-hmm. uh, I know we have plenty of, of beech and copper beech. Copper beech refers to the purple 
of the variety. We have them all in stock, and now is the best time to plant them. Uh, the earlier you get in, you can plant until mid-April, but definitely the earlier you get in, the better. Now is the time. What to do with last year's geraniums, I'm wondering, Liam. Uh, I have some in my porch, and they are going fresh green, they say. Yeah, no, that's okay. That's very similar to your busy Lizzie. They're in the porch. They're in a very good environment because an awful lot of geraniums that were kept outside have actually, uh, they've been lost to rain and frost because we had both this year. But your inside geraniums, whenever you decide, now again, they're the same as the busy Lizzie. You can take your cuttings off them. They're fresh green. Take your cutting, trim it back nice and hard. It is going to grow so don't worry if you have to go quite hard on it and save your cuttings and maybe uh, plant them in a 50-50 compost that we talked about a few minutes ago or they will actually root out in a in a bottle of water and it's very interesting for youngsters to see that happening to see how easy it is for plants to multiply and uh, continue their life cycle. Um, there's some renovations going on in this person's house at the moment, Liam, and they have to transfer a rose bush. So, is it a good time to do that because it's forced upon uh, yes, them? It, 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 the most important thing about your rose, if it has been cared for quite well, don't be afraid to dig it out. Now, it is going into leaf, Nile, but uh, so your time is very limited. Dig it out and try and get some soil with the. the roots itself don't try and pull out a rose on its own without soil certainly a rose that has been planted five six ten years ago uh, make a nice root ball around the bottom of the root and it'll it'll move quite easily same thing applies get your bone meal into the planting hole and get it under the roots over the roots whatever you are not going to kill it with with that type of feed all right okay I, i'll take one or two more more questions. Um, do you stock the Star of Jasmine, uh, Liam? Um, I'm looking for the one that's coloured red, uh, asks this person. Uh, the, the Jasmine that's red? Yeah. Now, or is I'm there, not is sure. There, is there a Jasmine that's red? I'm not sure that there's a Jasmine red in colour. The okay. Star of Bethlehem is a, is a very little scented summer flower. We have them in stock. But I'm not sure that uh, there's a red jasmine. If there is, I don't have it. Right, okay. Uh, a, a final question, so, and it's someone again who's trying to get rid of something as opposed to planting something. Trying to get rid, Liam, of a plant. It looks like pampas grass. It's everywhere around my house, says Teresa. Uh, no, I wonder is that formium, is it a little sharper and a little wider than your pampas grass? Well, the truth of it is, I would say it's formium because they have a... a, a, a it's hard to get rid of them uh, in that the only solution is dig them out. That is the only solution. And even that, you will knock up a, a fair sweat trying to dig out a formium. But it's something you have to do, so you may as well get used to it and go out and do it. All right, OK. And you are open for business, of course, for the, the busy St. Patrick's Day and Mother's Day weekend. Uh, what I'd say there, Nile, is uh, it's very easy to say a voucher, but what did I tell you? Get your mother something that she will look at day in, day out and say, well, listen, I got that off Searsha or I got it off, off Aaron, as the case may be, or any other name, uh, because she will remember where she got it. The chocolates will be at Nile, yeah. but the flowers will continue. 
That's for sure. Liam, thanks as ever for joining us and we'll talk to you again next Tuesday morning. Thank you, Nigel. Enjoy your holiday weekend. Thanks a lot. Liam Feeney there at Feeney's Garden Centre. Ocean FM. The gardening slot on Northwest Today. Thanks to Feeney's Garden Centre, Glen Carr. Offering the most useful lawn care tips. Feeney's Garden Centre, Glen Carr.